What better way to start off this journey than to talk about something that affects so many people, mental health. My name is Mia and I'm so excited to share this journey with you. What is mental health and why is it so important to take a step back and focus on the aspects of mental health? Mental health includes our emotional, psychological and social well-being. It affects the way we think, feel and act. It also helps determine how we handle stress, relate to others and make healthy choices. Mental health is important at every stage of our lives, from childhood through adulthood. One in every five people struggle with mental health. Everything I'm going to talk about today has nothing and everything to do with social media. I mean, social media is neither good nor bad. It's just the most recent tool we use to do what we have always done, tell stories and communicate with each other. You wouldn't blame Samsung television for a bad TV show. Instagram doesn't make people write hateful posts. So when we talk about the dark side of social media, as I'm going to explain in depth, what we're really talking about is the dark side of people. That dark side that makes harassers harass. I want to to start by talking about how social media affects mental health. So most of us grew up in a generation where people putting their lives on the internet is the norm. Most of us do it. But that has a huge effect on our mental health. In our generation, privacy is a rare thing. You cannot have social media and still be negative, negatively impacted by it because when it comes to beauty standards, wealth, fitness, there has always been these issues of how people should look like, what car they should drive, how much money they should have. Approval is something so many people seek daily and approval from the wrong things or people also plays a huge role. Materialistic things tends to affect our mental health in a way that you cannot imagine. And it's not hard taking a step back looking at a situation, circumstances or an environment and not let it affect your mental health Mental illness is associated with changes in the brain structure, chemistry and function and that mental illness does indeed have a biological basis. In this episode, I'm going to give you a few tips on how to deal with mental health. One thing you probably hear a lot is not to go on your phone first thing in the morning or before bed, but to take time to read a book or to put your focus on something that relaxes your mind. Most of us think social media relaxes us, but it doesn't. Taking a few minutes or hours from every day to not be on your phone or social media can really help your brain and heart to recharge. Hey, I've got 4,000 likes on this photo. Oh wow, I'm fat. Did you hear she got a boob job? I wish I could afford one. Do I really like this photo? Does this sound familiar? Many people can't even recognize this happening. I want to talk to you about the unintended consequences social media is having on our mental health. When I started doing content creation work on social media, I compared myself to every other content creator out there. I would decline brand deals just because I wasn't confident enough that my content would look as great as another content creator. I wanted to be perfect and perfect is something I will never be. I had to learn that the hard way. How many times do you go on social media just to check notifications, go off, just to go on again in about five minutes? The top three diagnoses on university is anxiety, depression and stress, which 90% of 
of these are social media related problems, or at least the root of it is social media. 90% of 18 to 29 year olds are on social media. That's crazy. And 92% of them say they can't go two days without social media. Most people spend an average of three hours a day on social media. We don't even eat for three hours a day. Anything you spend so much time on has a lasting effect on you. If you look at the highlight reel on Instagram, that's where we store our best memories and greatest moments. Social media is our personal highlight reel. It's where we put up our wins or when we look great or tend to brag or try to show our best self, even if we aren't our best self. We struggle with insecurity because we compare behind the scenes with everyone else's highlight reel. We constantly want what others are having, even if we don't benefit from it. It looks great just because they have it. On social media, the likes, the comments, the shares is what gives you value. Like a currency, the currency of a country determines the value of the country. And just as all likes, comment, follows determines the value of social media, of yourself on social media. In marketing, this is called the economy of attention. On social media, we are the product and we let others attribute the value to us. I'm sure we all know someone or are someone that has taken down a photo on social media just because it didn't get enough likes or because we feel it wasn't good enough and I've been right there. We took our product off the shelf because it wasn't selling fast enough. This is changing our sense of identity. We are tying up our self-worth of what others think about us. And then we are quantifying it for everyone to see. Are we obsessed? We have to get that photo just right. And we will take 300 photos to make sure we do. And then we will wait for the perfect time to post. And if it doesn't get enough likes, we will remove it. But the thing is, just because your photo doesn't get thousands of likes, it doesn't mean it's not beautiful. You see, Instagram has changed the algorithm that the network has described as ranking signals. Your likely interest in content based on engagement with similar topics. Timeless. More recent posts are prior prioritized over older ones. Relationship. Content from accounts you've interacted with. More prioritized. The social media algorithm simply displays your viewer list based on your activity and who it thinks you're closest to. Your interaction data can come from posts you like or comment on, profiles you search for in the search bar, and when you swipe up on accounts Instagram story. So as I described this, this does not mean your post or stories or content are not good enough. I personally know people with 200,000 followers that gets thousand likes on a photo because of the algorithm. The thing is, we are so obsessed that we have biological responses when we can't participate. We have this fear of missing out. Did you know that the fear of missing out, in other words FOMO, is an actual social anxiety from the fear that you are missing a potential connection or event or even opportunity? Seven out of nine students said they would get rid of social media were it not for the fear of being left out the loop. What if going on social media every day was a terrifying experience? Will you not just question your self-worth, but question your safety? 40% of online adults have experienced online harassment. 
And I know this does not seem like a lot, but 87% of that 40 did not heal from it. 73 of online adults have witnessed online harassment. That's crazy. It's so easy to create a fake social media account and target someone and harass them to a point that might lead to suicide. I know this sounds crazy, but it is actually happening all around us. It's just one comment. It's not a big deal. Or sharing a photo that was sent to you and meant to be kept private. It's just one photo. But when these micro moments happen over and over and over again, over time, that's when we have a macro problem. Maybe you simply cannot focus because your notifications are going off handle and you need to check. That need eventually becomes addiction. With every like or comment you get, you get that shot of that feel-good chemical, dopamine. What does dopamine do to a person? Dopamine is a chemical found naturally in the human body. It is a neurotransmitter, meaning it sends signals from the body to the brain. Dopamine plays a part in controlling the movements a person makes, as well as their emotional responses. The right balance of dopamine is vital for both physical and mental well-being. You gain more of that social currency the more likes you get. So what do we do to feel good? We check likes. Just one more time. We get anxious if we don't have access. Doesn't that sound like every other drug you ever heard of? Grade 7 to 12 students who spent over two hours a day on social media reported higher depression, anxiety and suicidal thoughts. You won't have the same life as someone else because it's their life, not yours. You will flourish in what you are destined to do. I want to tell you about a story about something that I witnessed a while ago. I'm in a social media group with a bunch of empowering women. And one day I woke up with a, meshi- with a message of, from one of the ladies posting about two male YouTubers who had a show called Smash Mary Kill. Or something like that, I can't remember. But basically what they did were, they took photos of a bunch of women and made a video about they, or about who they would marry, who they would kill, and who they would have sex with. Now, one of the women they harassed, they said she looks like she had some sort of, di- of disease or something. And, she, and they called her ugly. And that woman actually had a kidney transplant or a liver transplant, I can't remember. And they did all of this just for the fame and just for likes and followers. Here's the thing. I like social media. I really do. I love it. It's my job. And you might think that I'm telling you to get rid of it, but I'm not. I'm not going to waste my time by telling you that you need to spend less time on social media or delete social media. But this does not mean that you can't practice safe social. We need preventative strategies and coping strategies so that when you have your low days, because you will, when you're questioning your self-worth, which you will, You will never get as low as suicide. I'm going to give you a few tips on how to find social media wellness and a few tips to incorporate into your life. Number one, recognizing a problem is the first step to fixing it. Awareness is critical. Number two, audit your social media diet. The same way you monitor what goes into your mouth, We have to monitor what goes into our hearts and our heads. Ask yourself, does this Instagram post make me feel better or worse? Why am I responding this way to a photo? Number three, 
Create a better online experience for yourself. Number four, to spend less time online. This is easier said than done when picking up your phone is second nature, but it really works. Number five, connect more with friends offline. Do you know how many people struggle with social anxiety and social media tends to be the root? Number six, practice mindfulness. Number seven, use social media intentionally. The next time that you pick up your phone and open Instagram or Facebook, ask yourself why. If the answer is boredom or habit, then you might want to change your focus. Social media does have several positive attributes, but these benefits are drowned in the negative when we use social media and it becomes mindless. This is especially true if you feel inadequate after leaving the platform. Number eight, to change your perspective. Number nine, take a break. Number 10, commit not to take any social media during meals with family and friends and when playing with children or talking with a partner. Make sure social media doesn't interfere with work, distracting you from demanding projects and conversations. Number 11, Getting mental health counselling is something that should be normalised. Getting help for anxiety and depression is a good step and should be normalised. Number 12. Model good behaviour. Offline we are taught not to bully other kids in the playground. We are taught to respect others, not to judge them and to treat them with love. We are taught not to kick others when they are down or take pleasure from their downfalls. Social media is a tool and it's a tool that can be used for the good or for more positive. So, is social media hurting your mental health? The thing is, it does not have to. Social media can tear you down or it can lift you up. I have 24 hours a day. If I have to spend three hours a day on there, then I want my experience to be full of inspiration, laughs and motivation. I can't choose what other people post, but I can choose what and who I follow and what I allow in my head and heart.